This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's do NFL Sunday in the afternoon, Chelsea, beginning with the 49ers at the Raiders. Niners laying five and a half points. They're minus 250 in the money line. The Raiders plus 200 total set at 44 and a half. This spread has gone up a half point from Niners laying five and a half to Niners minus six. Total is up from 43 and a half. My goodness, are you going to bet on the Niners to make it nine straight? Oh, my goodness. I mean, speaking of a team that you don't want to get in front of, not only are they winning games, they've been covering numbers. Six straight wins against the number for the Niners. Brock Purdy has been a covering machine for San Francisco. At some point, the number is going to be too high, though. Uh, Maybe it's against the Raiders, and especially when you have a team that's laying almost six points or six points on the road. I think that's when maybe you pump the brakes. I know it's at five and a half now. I would imagine the spread probably goes up. I don't know. It's probably the Niners, but I don't think I'm going to play it just because this is a tough spot. Like, you know, laying almost a touchdown on the road is never somewhere where I really want to back a team. Like, I think there's probably better options. Yeah, I sort of think so too. And at, at, at some point, I think this line gets a little too inflated just because of how good the Niners have been. I, I'm just still stunned that Brock Purdy is leading this team. And I know it's – I don't say it's it's a tired story because it continues to fascinate each and every week. But I don't think anyone expected him to jump in here and to continue this streak. And he's getting such great help. He was saying after the game, look, all I got to do is find George Kittle, like get, get the football in his hands and let him go because he's been a monster. Oh, yeah. Uh, And he's a matchup problem for just about anybody. One of the best tight ends in the entire National Football League. But when it comes to this number, I think they were good at covering numbers because when you had Brock Purdy in there, you kind of got a discount on a great Niners team because people had their reservations about Brock Purdy. Now this line is inching towards the status that I believe this is where it would be if they had Jimmy Garoppolo. No? Yeah. So I think at some point it's not a matter of Brock Purdy regressing. It's just a matter of this number getting too inflated and this number, you know, no longer being a discount because you have Brock Purdy. Well, we've also got the Jets at the Seahawks on Sunday in the afternoon. The Jets are laying two and a half points. Jets are minus 145 on the money line. The Seahawks are plus 120. Total is 42 on a hook. This line is flipped. Open Seahawks minus one and a half. The reason why it is flipped, Mike White back at quarterback for New York. Total has come down a point for 43 and a hook. And Chelsea, I really, I really like the Jets here. I think Mike White is a complete difference maker compared to Zach Wilson. His career is done. It's already been reported the Jets are going to move on from him at the end of this season. His career in New York, barring injury. I think we've seen Zach Wilson take his final snap in a Jets uniform. Seahawks are reeling right now. They've lost five of six. I think the Jets turn things around, and I'll lay it because it's less than three. I happen to think so, too. Even though I think my play for this game is going to be back on the Garrett Wilson train, it took a brief stop because uh, Zach uh, Wilson was so terrible last game and couldn't get the ball to anybody. But I think the tricky part is this is a pretty tough situation or a tough tough situationally spot uh, for the Jets going all the way to Seattle. And like I said, I'm not a huge fan of taking road favorites, especially when it's a Jets team that is not like exactly trustworthy. However, can you trust the Seahawks either? They haven't been covering numbers. I believe they're 0-5 against the spread in their last five. Uh, So I think I'll probably just be on Garrett Wilson here. We'd lean towards the Jets, but you've got to remember, it's a long trip from New York to Seattle. 
No, that's a very good point. Let's go to Green Bay. You talk about one of the more fascinating lines of the week. The Vikings are taking on the Packers at Lambeau. Packers are minus 175 on the money line. The Vikings are plus 145. The total is 47. This line opened Packers minus three and a half. It's come down a half point. The total is up from 49 or 45 and a half, I should say. So the total has gone up a point and a half. Boy, you talk about a sucker line here. Why are the Packers favored over the Vikings? Well, because the Vikings, despite their amazing record, 12 wins this year, a lot of those wins have been very close wins. But the X factor in this one is, do you believe in revenge games? Because remember, the first game of the season, the Vikings actually manhandled the Packers. In fact, it was the only game of the season where they have won by more than a touchdown. So I think the Packers will probably be more ready to go in this one. And I think the line indicates that the Packers are playing much better football now. It seems like Aaron Rodgers has worked out some chemistry with some of his young receivers. And meanwhile, the Vikings, despite that 12-3 and record, the metrics continue to kind of hate the Vikings. However, this is a different spot because usually it's fading the Vikings because they're laying too many points. Like I said, most of their games have been coming down to three or four points. I don't know. I think I'd uh, go with the Packers at home there. Here, I think the Packers look a little bit better now than they did the first game of the season, in which the Vikings beat them pretty soundly. Totally agree. I love the Packers here. Don't care that the spread has gone down. I like the fact that it's at three now, and you mentioned it, that Packers chemistry on offense is starting to improve. Had the Packers plus four over the weekend against the Dolphins. That was a good spot for them. I think it's another good spot here. Sunday night football, Chelsea and Charm City. The Steelers at the Ravens. Ravens laying three points. The Ravens are minus 175 on the money line. The Steelers are plus 145. Total very low set at 36. It's already come down a point from 37. And the spread has come down from Ravens laying four and a half. I can't believe it, but Mike Tomlin still has a chance to continue that streak of never having a losing record in the NFL. But he needs to win the final two games of the season. What are you thinking here? Yeah, I'll be on the Steelers plus three. Also think it's an excellent teaser spot because if you look at the history of this matchup, all of the games have been insanely close. And the underdog has actually won outright in four of the last five meetings between the Steelers and the Ravens. If you look at the Steelers, they're actually on a pretty nice little tear, covering the number in two straight and four of their last five. And now they're getting a full field goal against Baltimore. And these games have been really low scoring, most of them in the teens on both sides of the ball. And like I said, three straight games decided by three or fewer points. So we're expecting a tight scoring uh, or a tight match, low scoring. Why wouldn't you take the points here? I think I'm rolling with the Steelers. Yeah, I think I am too. When you see a total that low, my goodness. And again, these are two great head coaches, but... I, I got to go with the Steelers. They're playing quietly, very good football, even though they're not going to make the postseason. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.